Two mischievous, obese giraffes stumble upon the governor's phone and hilariously attempt to open a long, closed Toys R Us store, leading to a wild adventure. Gilbert, an overweight giraffe, and Geraldine, another obese giraffe, stand in their enclosure, munching on leaves. Suddenly, they notice the governor's phone left unattended nearby. Gilbert, raising his long neck, Geraldine, look, the governor's phone. We could do something amazing with it. Reopen Toys R Us. That's awesome. This this is kind of fun. Want to do a couple more and see what we can come up with? Yeah. Alright, welcome back to Fried vs. Tap Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 22. I'm your co-host, Mike Bisson, and I'm joined with the one and only... Hey, gang! It's Filthy Mike Graham in the house! What's good? What's good? It's Episode 22. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to let it off with Mike. Mike probably wants to start off with something here this morning. Well, you know, before we get into the topics, how's everyone doing? I just had a terrible spout of uh, food poisoning lasted, honestly, four days, dude. It was awful. I had some steamers the other night on Mother's Day. It bit me in the ass. It's sick that you wouldn't believe. And I had to work. It's horrible. But enough about me. What have you guys been up to? Thanks, Mike. We all wanted to hear that. Why would you go to work uh, under food poisoning? Like, I would just fucking stay home. Well, um, I thought I felt fine, and then I got to work, and then, like, like, an hour into my shift, I was like, oh, this is going bad. So did you, like, puke and diarrhea at work? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was an awful shift. Uh, but anything uh, anything new going on with you fellas? Um, it's out where the other Greek night was, Ashland. Oh, so the same venue that holds Greek night holds Brazilian night. Yep. So it feels like it can't truly be authentic to either culture because it's the same venue. It's a restaurant, bro. <laughs> is, it, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyone can go there. Wait, <laughs> so is, like, like, what are you talking is about? Is this a Greek or a Brazilian restaurant? I don't know. It has Greek food sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. So it's not authentic at all. It might be. Look it, into it. I feel like you need to look into it. <laughs> Why do I need to look into it? Because you're the one claiming it's turning into an honorary Greek. Yeah, because the people that party there. Well, because of the establishment, it's a building, bro. That's uh, pretty dope. Alright, well anyway, you know what, let's get right to it. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, uh, this happened recently in Florida. I don't know if you guys heard about this. So, so there was a sand sculpture on a beach in Florida, in Tampa, okay? It was of an alligator. A crocodile and alligator. Alright, and it looked pretty convincing at night, I suppose. Cops thought it was real. And then they, they went to go deal with it. And, uh, hilarity ensued. Let's just leave it at that. Pretty much, basically, the thing is the cops thought it was a real alligator. They, uh, thought they had to deal with this alligator and kill it. When they went up to it, they didn't even realize right away it was sand. They eventually did, and then they ruined the sculpture. So what happened was um, the Treasure Island Police Department in Florida shared the incident on Facebook reminding people to flatten sand sculptures during turtle nesting season. Um, The officer encountered the sculpture while patrolling Treasure Island near Tampa, concerned about the impact on turtle nesting patterns and beachgoers. The officer decided to flatten the sand sculpture. So I guess the officer was more concerned about, you know, turtle nesting? I I don't know. 
Is that? The, yeah, that'd be well. Turtles do that. The part of their migration. That's it's so not we migration. Beat this shit out of that alligator because of turtle eggs. Well, it was yeah. a sand sculpture alligator. It's fake. Yeah, <laughs> even worse, sir, man. We well, flattened it. He was like, you know what? The turtles need that leg. Because the turtles. Yeah, because real turtles take precedence over fake alligators. Free, no, free man, the turtles. Listen, because he didn't know that that shit was fake when he did that shit. Well, I think once like, he started flattening so listen, the sand once alligator. Once you started doing that, right? I want you to hear me out here. When you start doing shit like that, you're taking sides. You're taking sides against nature. All right? That's not okay. You're interfering. It's an interruption. Yeah, but an alligator sculpture is not part of nature. Look, you want to go around messing with the natural way of things, the natural order, a the natural sculpture. design. A sand sculpture? Yeah, the That's sand sculpture is not a natural not part of natural. It turned out to be a sand sculpture. We didn't know it was. All right, so if it was, so should he have left? All right, if it was a real alligator, should he just left it? Yes. And the alligator could have Because here's what happens, right? I'm not sure you heard of this, but the alligator gets nutrients from baby turtles. Yeah, no, I don't think he would do anything if it was, yeah. if it was real, because like you said, they're not going to let nature discord. I well, don't I don't know, because it's a an alligator on a public beach. They probably would have to remove But he it. didn't go in there the intention with that it was a real alligator. He knew it was a sand sculpture. He just knew that the turtles wouldn't be able to nest the sand sculpture was on top of those eggs. I think that's his cover-up after he got caught. <laughs> you know that Cosby doing that shit. Oh, no, no. He initially <laughs> thought it was a real alligator that was really? sleeping. Yeah, so initially... It was. He thought it was a real alligator. Yeah, then right. discovered it was a sand sculpture. Then flattened it because, as an afterthought, the turtles have to lay their eggs. The uh, because the AI didn't catch because he way. thought that the that the turtles is gonna be afraid of a sand alligator. They probably the would daytime. be. In all fairness, dude, uh, turtles. I mean, they're smart, now, but they're not that smart. Now dog. you're doing something worse than messing with the natural order. What? Giving right. turtles too much credit? No, <laughs> you're claiming that baby turtles ain't fearless. Like, they're the most fearless fuckers in nature, man. They're on a, on a mission from birth, and they get after it. And they ain't scared of shit, neither. You don't know that? They could be. I've seen them. You ever see Finding Evil? Yeah. They were pretty fearless. They were fearless, see? Dude, you ever see Finding Dory? Ugh. That movie sucked. <laughs> it wasn't as good I as forget if I, I did see it. I, I enjoyed it when I really? saw it, I remember. Dude, because, like, here's my thing on Finding uh, finding Dory is Ellen DeGeneres' character is fine for a side character but just fucking annoying oh, as the main character yeah. oh yeah maybe that was so, my opinion yeah, the and then, I don't remember my opinion at the time then they, side character they made it an out of sea adventure it was, just, it was like go fuck yourself an out of sea adventure yeah but fuck. wasn't David Hasselhoff in the movie you're thinking of the Spongebob awesome. movie yeah, no I'm thinking I know that he was in the Spongebob movie but I thought he was also in the Dory movie which like kind of connected the two Iconic did you wait? Wait, did you say the SpongeBob and the Dory movie are connected? Well, I thought that they were connected because David Hasselhoff was in them connecting the universe. Dude, David Hasselhoff? No. Yeah, do you smoke weed? He what can do that. He can connect universes. Yeah, he can, but I don't think so. He... You don't think that Baywatch is on SpongeBob Beach? All right, Baywatch is more related to SpongeBob than SpongeBob is to Finding Dory. Like, I, I am willing to extend my belief in the world of Spongebob. But if Hasselhoff is in Spongebob, he's in Baywatch, and he's in Finding Dory, which we just found out he isn't, but if he was, then they're all related. It's not, not more true. related. It's all in the same place. It would only be related based... It would only be in relation because of David Hasselhoff. 
Wait, so by your logic, any if an if an actor is to, in two movies and those worlds are related. So you think one man goes to a different beach? That's my question. No, I want to hear it from you guys now. These are yes. Because yeah, y'all sound real stupid. You do realize you sound real stupid these right are now. fictional oh, stories. That, so they can't be real beaches if they're fictional. You realize there's more than the one beach. There's a lot. There's like... Yeah. I, I realize that. So you don't, you don't think there's a possibility that they're going to different beaches? I they're going to different beaches. That the possibility is really slim that somebody is going to a bunch of different beaches instead of, what? oh, my house is... My house is near this beach. This is the beach that I go to. I think it, this is three, three different. different yeah, these are three different beaches. It's very. Yeah, what are you dude, talking could, about? they could be all in the same state and still okay, three different beaches. Okay, now I want you to make a little bit of sense here, because first you said that they were stories. Now you're saying that they're shows. Well, obviously, they're stories. are you high? They're stories. What do you think makes the stories? They're writers. Oh, okay. They're so, oh, so David Hasselhoff made the stories and he put them all on a different beach. Oh my god. You guys sound ridiculous. Did you pass high school? <laughs> Is that relevant? But I so alright, so by your logic the, the the Terminator and the Predator universes are connected because they both starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's basically what you're saying. That's basically this is what you're saying. Well I would uh, the Predator I would hold off until I catch up on uh, the Terminator. Well he's in both movies, so they gotta be connected. By your own logic, yeah, by your own stupid and flawed logic. <laughs> but does he travel in these movies? Yes, Terminator's a time traveler. That's right. Terminator's a time traveler. And in Predator, he travels to the Amazon. Yeah, he is a time traveler. So he's traveling. But does all he travel world? to different places in time yeah, as yeah. well? Well, yeah. If he's yeah. a time traveler, then yeah. Well, think about it, man. If I make a time machine right now, I can go back to New Hampshire right now. It doesn't mean I can go back to, like, Brazil in time. You know what I mean? So... Time travel. Oh, wait. So, you think... So, if so, you had a time machine, you could only travel in time in the exact spot you're in. Maybe. That might not be false, actually. But it's still not... What we're talking about is a separate issue. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, no. Well, the... No, well, it makes sense, right? Because if... If it's the type where he can't go to different places, then maybe it's not connected. Yeah, but, but that's think... not that's not called time travel. That's called like um, what's that in Halo? We can warp to the other uh, teleportation. Yeah, that's teleportation. That was a completely different something else. Yeah, but some time travelers some... can can be like, okay, right now I'm in USA, but I can time travel to 1950s Japan. Have you seen Terminator? The Terminator does not stay very still. He's a pretty active little robot. He's on the go for most of the movie. So if he's time traveling, even if he's doing it multiple times, he's in different spots when he's doing it. Okay, then they're connected, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. So, so Finding Dory, in your opinion, is connected to SpongeBob, which is connected to Baywatch. Right. Okay. All the same beach. Mm. Well, Finding Dory sucked. <laughs> Want to hear my review on Finding well, Dory? Well, Finding Dory is based in Australia, and SpongeBob is in the Hawaiian Islands. So yeah, you want to hear my so review of fucking Finding under. Dory? <laughs> All right, my review of Finding Dory is fish don't have feelings, and neither did I while watching Finding Dory. Cause fuck Finding Dory. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I felt nothing. I feel like I have to rewatch it, but maybe I don't. Dude, they make it an out-of-sea adventure. Like that's it's they've ruined it when they did that. How they brought so, them though, cause right? they brought because they brought them into a fish. they get captured and then they get brought right. to a a pet store and then they have to escape the pet store. They lost me completely. Once they're in a pet store, didn't give a shit. I I really didn't give a shit that much in the first place. But I feel like they were at an aquarium. No, it was a pet store. I know, but there were. I feel like they moved. 
Well, think about it. An aquarium's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. They didn't go to the aquarium? Yeah, actually, no. It depends. Because think about, like, being a... This, I bet being an, being an animal in the zoo's got to kind of suck. I guess it All could right. be good. No. It depends. All right, anyway, Finding Dory, the movie sucks. But moving on, okay? Uh, so, this is news, apparently, uh, somehow. So, you know, everyone's heard of Taco Tuesday. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. Everyone knows Taco Tuesday. Well, apparently, Taco Bell is uh, petitioning. What they're doing is they're talking to uh, U.S. regulators to force the taco store, uh, Taco John's, to abandon its longstanding claim to the trademark Taco Tuesday. I didn't know that was a trademark phrase, Taco Tuesday, because so many Mexican places have that as their thing. Taco Bell's had enough of it. They're saying, hey, too many businesses are, are using this Taco Tuesday for you to just say it's yours. You know, that's like a trademark in, I don't know, happy hour, I guess, is what they're getting at. You can't yeah. trademark that. Interesting. Taco Bell, interesting. You know what? Well, They're going to take advantage of it. Taco Bell argues that the phrase has become too generic and widely used for Taco John's to have exclusive rights to it. So they're disputing it over um, Taco John's. Uh, the dispute over the trademark has been ongoing with NBA star LeBron James also attempting to claim it in 2019 without success. Um, the concept of gen genericide is being considered where a word or phrase becomes so widely used that it is no longer associated exclusively with a particular trademark holder. Um, Taco John's has actively enforced its trademark, sending cease and desist letters, so on and so forth, about Taco Tuesday. So we'll see how this ends up. What, what is this about LeBron James trying to get Taco Tuesday? So in 2019, I guess LeBron James tried to trademark Taco Tuesday. Yeah, for what possible, what possible For his reason? Instagram. Now listen, yeah. oh, this, yeah, is another, this is another example of y'all trying to, uh, uh, you know, have... have have say over Mexican culture again. Yeah, damn straight. Yeah, of course we are. Yeah, that's what we're trying. Of course, it's the whole point of the Mexicans. Always. So, LeBron James trademarked Taco Tuesday for his Instagram or wanted to. That doesn't. I don't so, get that. So uh, I forget what the story was, but didn't he do some on Instagram where he like did some Taco Tuesday? Yeah, I guess on like Instagram he does different things, and on Tuesdays he does Taco Tuesday with the kids and something like that. On Thursday he does something Thursday. He does ass like anal Mondays. Yeah, stuff like that. All and, right. And he tried to trademark it. I remember that when he tried to trademark it, it was embarrassing. It was, was embarrassing. Like, I was like, what a loser. <laughs> And it's like <laughs> here's the thing: if they win, if they if they get the trademark lifted, all right, uh, they're gonna have a hell of a deal on Tuesdays. You know it. I know it. We all know it. <laughs> Taco Bell's Taco Tuesdays. Imagine that. Taco Bell's got a bigger reach than Taco John's. I've never even heard of Taco John's. Yeah. See, I, I knew uh, wait, Taco Tuesdays. I've never it's had a regional damn region. taco on a damn Tuesday because I know that it's part of one of the Taco John's, Taco Mike's, Taco uh, Paul's, you know what I mean? Like Taco Susan's. I know it's y'all doing that. Talk, I've eaten tacos with you on a Tuesday. <clears throat> Where at? I know we have. Taco John's doesn't taco? even have a Wikipedia. How embarrassing. Taco John's has to be like a small regional kind of restaurant. It's probably just like in a couple oh, states. Oh, no, it does. It's right here. My bad. So, yeah, Taco John's, Taco John's started operation in uh, well, 1969 by John Turner. Uh, $106 million in revenue, 8,000 employees. Um, ID. What's ID? Idaho? Yeah, Iowa, yeah. Idaho, Tennessee, Idaho. Tennessee. 
MT, maybe Montana, MT, Montana, Will- right. Wisconsin, Wyoming. So looks like definitely a Midwest type thing. All right. So even still, Taco's got more of a reach. Taco, jo- Taco John's is what you get after Papa John's gets in trouble for saying the N word. <laughs> That's probably true. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, it's definitely Midwest. There are a few Taco John's, though, in... Ma- oh, no, that's Long John Silver's. Oh, wait, there are Taco John's in Mass. Are there? Oh, I never... I'm not surprised. Um, there's one... I'm not surprised we've never heard of them in Mass. Do you know Wee Man has a taco chain, like, from Jackass? No. I forget what they're called. Let me... Lemonster Mass. And then there's one in Lawrence. Wow. Now the white part of Lawrence. Oof. Uh, I, just like I was saying, dude, Wee Man has chronic tacos. This is his taco restaurant, which I think is just kind of in like the, I don't think it's fair. I think it's just in California or something like that. I'm trying to find out right now. Locations. Chronic tacos got Japanese locations, apparently. What? Yeah. Canadian and Japanese. Well, fuck, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's Wee Man, which is weird. He has a taco thing. But Steve-O has a hot sauce. They should collaborate. You should have Steve's hot sauce as his taco joint. This isn't the like give Steve business ideas <laughs> like venture. <laughs> he already has a hot sauce. Oh, it's yeah. pretty good. Okay, I'm sure they oh my collaborate. God. <laughs> Dude, so this isn't like you know anything to do with like crazy wacky stories, but uh, my buddy had me sign up for Chat GP, GPT the other day. And um, I was I had a person over a friend over today and we were kind of messing around with it and we we were trying to get it to like make a breakup text right um, and it ended up writing an entire script because I accidentally put in write a script I said write a script on John breaking up with Jessica after ten years of going out John's had enough that's pretty much what I wrote the AI literally wrote like an actual script from a movie like it would. Gave the details, like footnotes, everything. It was literally insane. It just kept writing and writing and writing and writing. It was fascinating to watch. It was like John snivers his his snots because he just quietly cried. John, why were you leaving me after 10? You know, it was just insane. The AI is incredible. How how long of a script was it? It went on for like, I had to shut it off because it wouldn't stop going. That's pretty crazy. You could write a whole fucking television. Like, uh, I'm going to go on it right now and test it out. What should, I I, what should we get it to write that's a script how, about? That's probably how Tyler Perry writes all those shows. Dude, dude, Medea is a product of passion and heart. Can you write me a script? Okay, but do you think Medea is the only thing he's written? Uh, I don't know anything else. <laughs> I'm going to put you in after. Right, ready? <laughs> okay. I said, can you write me a script based on the following storyline? The Baldwin brothers fucking die. Okay. All right, so yeah, so you can use AI. Oh my god, can I read it? The Baldwin storyline? Yeah. It's going right now. Logline, the Baldwin brothers, who were once prominent figures in Hollywood, find themselves making a comeback in the entertainment industry after years of being out of the spotlight, leading to unexpected challenges and hilarious situations. In enters Baldwin family living room day. Alec Baldwin, 50s, charismatic. So it's giving a footnote in all of them. Alec, Stephen William, um, director, reporter, uh, fades out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Alec goes, we're ready to bring our unique brand of talent back to the big screen. 
casting director goes, well, we do have a project in mind, a comedy about three long-lost brothers reconnecting. Steven, excited. That's perfect. It's like an art imitating life. We can definitely make that work. You know, and it just keeps going on. I actually hate that, because it was pretty coherent. <laughs> you know, it really goes in line with what I've been saying earlier about messing with the natural order of things. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Dude, honestly, AI in the next few years, like 10 years, is going to be insane. Like, it, it's already getting to yeah. a point. Like, I have an app on my phone that's going to, that you type in. I'm sure a lot of people have this app. I forget what it's called. But you literally just type out any sentence, and it'll come up with, like, a picture of it. And you can think of anything, and it does it in, like, a minute. It's fucking crazy. It's... And on Snapchat, dude, they have this new thing. I don't know if you saw it. It's called My AI. And it's literally just like a, an AI friend that you can talk to. But I, he won't talk to me anymore because all I do is fucking insult him. All that, dude, because like, I just started it today. I just tried it out. Cause I'm not, not going to sit there and talk to an AI. <laughs> right so, I wanted to try it out, but I was just sitting there insulting him, and he literally called him like three insults, and he's just like, "I, I don't want to talk to you. I'm sorry." I wrote, "Write me a, write me a three scene script based on three brothers who can't stop dating the same man." <laughs> uh, Mike, guys, we need to talk about this. It's getting out of hand. Chris, I can't believe we're all dating the same guy. How did this happen, Jason? We have to figure out a way to stop this. It's ruining our relationships with each other. Coffee shop the next day. Mike, Chris, and Jason sit at the table, sipping their drinks. Mike, what if we create a pact, a dating pact? We can promise not to pursue the same person anymore. Chris, optimistic, says that can work. We'll respect each other's relationships and avoid any conflict. Jason, who's skeptical, but how do we make sure we don't accidentally fall for the same guy again? And let's keep going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just interesting. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's just interesting how it can do that that fast. It is. All right. Then yeah. why don't we try to think of a topic to give it, see what it just... Yeah. Well, we don't need to read the whole it. thing. Give us... A, okay. Right. I was just reading a few lines. Yeah. All right. So we'll do a topic. We'll think of one real quick. All right? We'll okay. split um, the topic down the middle. So you... All right, we so could actually you, have it like write out laws too. We can have it do whatever we want. Okay. Give me a thing. It gets the governor's phone, remember? And what does it do with the governor's phone? No, the, the chat. Like, what does it... Okay, so... Um, we talked about last week what we talked about? Yeah, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a story about what happens if... if all right, so how about... Up. All right, so what about um, two obese giraffes? All right. That's the characters. Two obese, obese giraffes get a hold of the governor's phone. So two obese giraffes get a hold of the governor's phone, and they use it to try to reopen Toys R Us. There we go. That's gold. There we go. You wrote a movie, Mike. There we go. All right, let's hear the plot. This is actually kind of cool. We're, we're gonna hear the two mischievous obese giraffes stumble upon the governor's phone and hilariously attempt to open a long closed. Toys R Us store leading to a wild adventure. Gilbert, an overweight giraffe, and Geraldine, another obese giraffe, <laughs> stand in their enclosure munching on leaves. Suddenly, they notice the governor's phone left unattended nearby. Gilbert, raising his long neck, Ger Geraldine, look, the governor's phone. We could do something amazing with it. 
reopened Toys R Us. This is kind of fun. Want to do a couple more and see what we can come up with? Yeah, the, no, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's okay to be illiterate on Pride versus Tap. <laughs> Realize it really it's they're gay. Necessary. It's required. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, radio. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles realize they're gay. So pop it up. I'm trying. Alright, well, let's come up with another one for us then while he's doing that. Okay. You pick the the characters and I'll pick the thing this time. Okay. Um, the characters are Japanese pterodactyls. Japanese pterodactyls. Oh my god, the title? Turtle Power, Embracing Our True Shells. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that is really good. Alright, so... so <laughs> All right, so we're gonna. All right, so your Japanese pterodactyls, all right, mm -hmm. are trying to convince other kamikaze pterodactyls that World War Two is over. No. Oh, what do I have to choose? No, I think that's the. No, plot that's good. Movie. Yeah. That's the movie plot. Yeah. Japanese pterodactyls trying to convince kamikaze pterodactyls that World War Two is over, and they're not having it. <laughs> we could ask her what happened if the Nazis won. Would have won. We'll do the pterodactyl one. All right, what is it? All right, Japanese pterodactyls. Japanese pterodactyls. Uh, try to convince a kamikaze pterodactyl that oh the God. war, World War II, is finally over. All right, hold on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> try to convince a kamikaze. Come on, it's okay to not be able to read, but you got to know how to type. Tero. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You gave me the hardest words here. Pterodactyl. That World War Two is over. No, right here. Was that too Wings of Peace, a Japanese pterodactyl and a kamikaze pterodactyl engage in a humorous encounter as they try to convince each other about the end of World War Two, leading to unexpected revelations and a message of unity. Yoshi, Yoshi, a Japanese pterodactyl, gracefully glides through the sky. Suddenly, he spots Chet, a kamikaze pterodactyl, flying nearby. Yoshi, Chet, my friend, I have great bang news. World War II is over. Chet, World War... <laughs> That's actually super fucked up. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, this is great. I'm going to ask it about oh, World War II, actually. This is kind of fun. We'll Can you it. tell me what would have happened to the world? So I just asked it that question. It's important to note that discussing hypothetical scenarios such as what would have happened if the Nazis won World War II is purely speculative and falls into the realm of alternate history, blah, blah, blah. If the Nazis won, their ideology and racial supremacy and totalitarianism would have likely spread further. They aimed to create a global empire based on their beliefs, which would have resulted in a subjugation, persecution, and elimination of various ethnic, religious, and social groups deemed undesirable. It's just going on and on and on. Yeah. All right. Well, that's... Yeah. Telling you, this is incredible, incredible technology, people. It is pretty cool. It's technology. free right now, so download away you can because yeah. they're going to be charging you. All right, so if you guys get the right. chance, download Chat GPT. What is it? Chat GPT. Chat GPT. It's free for now. But moving on, uh, stumbled across this quite interesting. I want to call it juicy little uh, article. I think this is from Reddit originally. Um, 
But basically, uh, this woman went to a bridal, uh, excuse me, not a, a baby shower, got an expensive gift for this woman. The woman had a miscarriage, and she went ahead and asked for the gift back, saying that, well, it's just going to be collecting dust now that you had a miscarriage. And understandably, the woman who had the miscarriage was quite upset. The woman who asked for the gift back went to Reddit and apparently she got uh, she got her ass handed to her. A lot of people said you're quite the asshole, lady. Just uh, let's hear your thoughts on that, Mark. If you gave someone a gift for a baby at a baby shower and then that they had a miscarriage, would you turn around and say, "Hey, fork it over, give it back. I got my receipt. Let me get my money." Well, was it a miscarriage or yes. an a word? What? An abortion. Oh. I think that calls for different rules there. Oh, right? well, hold on, so, hold on. Who's having a, an abortion, for a baby shower for an abortion? <laughs> yeah, what? Some greedy motherfuckers, man. Y'all ain't lived unless you tried some wild shit like that. All right, that <laughs> is wild as hell, but... No, so this I'm is, this is a miscarriage. Gifts, so this woman had a we miscarriage. Saw that shit. What? So you get all the gifts, man. We saw that shit. Don't even have the baby. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. I might try it. Yeah, ladies, if you're listening, why not? <laughs> no, but, like, honestly... Because, you know, the rule is, like, say you give someone a gift for a wedding, and then they get, like, the wedding doesn't happen. Then it's, like, customary to give the gift back, all right? Now, with, is it? Yes. Yeah. That's in the rules? It's the kind of an unspoken uh, I didn't rule. read the Reddit thing, so I don't know the rules of... It is in chapter two, section three. No, so that's just like one of the. That's I'll like the. It's one of those unspoken rules. That's like if you go to the bathroom and there's a urinal and two open urinals next to it, you pick the one furthest. It's one of those unspoken kind of rules that people just know. You know what I mean? It's, it's just what you do. I don't know those rules. I always want a piss buddy. That's if there's three, I take the middle one. That is endearing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, but I think it's a little messed up. Not messed up. I wouldn't ask. I'd feel like a dick asking for it back. But it's like, I kind of get it. Because, like, you know what? If you spent, say you spent 600 bucks on it. And it's just like, uh, but then it's like your 600 bucks versus the baby who got miscarried. I don't know. I feel like a dick being, hey, I'm so sorry for your tragedy, but I just got to get... Let's hey, not man. have two tragedies, you know? I'm sorry your kid got carried the wrong way, but I kind of need that $600 back. <laughs> Uh, no. What about uh, you, Mike? What? No. What? what? The topic. What about it? What's your opinion? Um, it's pretty neutral. He No, but in all realness, what real answer, I, I, I'd say uh, uh, I agree with Reddit. Yeah, it's kind of an asshole thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I was just curious. I thought that was it. That one caught my eye. This is um. Actually, another uh, another interesting, weird yeah. uh, article I, I found, all right? So this one, this is a woman. She had knee surgery, okay? And she stayed awake for the surgery. She was, she was, talk, she was on payments, and she didn't get put under. Stayed awake for the surgery, was talking to the doctor, and the doctor just happened to ask her, do you want to keep some of the cartilage from your knee? And she said, yeah, sure. So she brought it home with her, and a couple weeks later... She made a bolognese sauce and put it in the bolognese and ate it with her boyfriend. Fed it to her boyfriend. Now let me hear your thoughts on that. How would you feel if your girlfriend fed you a piece of her knee cartilage? Did she tell me about it? 
that is not very it's not made clear i'm thinking he she didn't that's absolutely disgusting it's fucking gross but like would you stay with her i wouldn't know well, we're making assumptions here right we're assuming that she didn't tell him yeah, no, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, okay. Well, I think I'm going to make look, the other assumption. Like, what? So my girlfriend gives me the card when she tells me she's going to do that shit, and then, and then I break up with her? I feel like she I definitely told them, because or else the story wouldn't have been made public. Oh, wait, yeah, he, she told them. All right, so... Yeah, so, okay. So, even yeah, still... No, I'm breaking up with her after, like, I agreed to eat her fucking meat. All right, well, okay, in the scenario I brought up, I'm saying if she didn't tell you, in reality, yeah, she told them. If she didn't, what would you do? I would break up with her. And I'm going to be honest, if a girl came to me and asked me to eat some of her knee cartilage, I don't think I would stay <laughs> with her and, you, to begin with. You don't think you'd make it past that conversation? No, fuck no. <laughs> this fucking knee cartilage I've been carrying around in a glass of alcohol... To preserve it? That's disgusting. Yeah, but what's it, here's the thing, though, right? How often do you see knee cartilage, right? So my point is that it might actually look delicious. It sounds disgusting, but if you see it, maybe you're like, I need that shit in my soup. You might. It's valid point, Mark. But here's the thing. It's cartilage on any animal you're not usually eating. It's not like you're, you're not, like, fucking going for the chicken cartilage. You never had fucking bones in your broth? You don't eat the bone. You can suck the bone. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> My man. <laughs> no, but you know, it's a little bit. I I would be turned off by that. I I would just be like, you know, but she's a cute yeah, looking chick, like actually. Thing, but man, it's kind of gross. Hey, you know, to each their own. I know it's like like some people are into like um. I know it's kind of a thing. Some people eat like placenta and shit after birth, which is just even worse. I think. Would you rather eat the placenta or the cartilage? I'd take the cartilage. That's disgusting. I would take the cartilage all day. Yeah. The placenta at least has some rhyme or reason to it. To eat? Yeah. Why am I going to eat the <clears throat> cartilage? That doesn't even make sense. Well, so what's what? the rhyme or reason to eat the placenta? Well, they both have nutrients in them, but the placenta obviously has way more. Yeah, and it's just more natural, right? Somebody had disgusting. to like dig into your knee to take the stuff out. Like, Dude, come the on placenta. now. I mean, they're, they're both natural. It's not they're natural both to remove the cartilage. I'm sorry, that's not natural. I know, but they both naturally occur. South Korean authorities have reported that a group of North Koreans crossed the northern limit line in a fishing boat and were located by South Korean's Navy patrol boat on May 6th. The government is currently interrogating the individuals and has not shared further details. The number of North Koreans defecting to South Korea has significantly decreased since the COVID-19 outbreak in 2020, with data from the Unification Ministry showing a drop from over 1,000 defections annually to around 100. The closure of the North Korean border due to COVID-19 and North Korea's effects efforts to portray life in South Korea as difficult are cited as factors contributing to the decline in defections. Right. So it looks like the less people are defecting from North Korea to South Korea, and I think that's because it, they just have no money to do anything up there. They, you know, their last few dollars, they're escaping out of that country. They don't have a last few dollars anymore. Their economy is more down in the tank than a four by four being crushed on the side of the road by a 10 by niner. So let's just think about that, people, huh? Take it easy, cut it out, smell the fire. You know what I mean? Huh? I wouldn't, I would want to leave North Korea too. That's for sure. You won't find me 
cuddling up in North Korea <laughs> in one of their North laying down with one of their North Korean books. Unless yeah. you, Mike, for like saying you were spying on them or something. Unless I'm talking with Dennis Rodman. Oh, you yeah, ain't gonna catch true. me there. <laughs> yeah, on the real, if you're going to North Korea, that's the way to do it, is to oh, go yeah. with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Like, the, really, how else are you gonna do it? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> how else is this gonna play out for you? With that? Like, that's Get over good. there, you eat them pistachios, mm. you're all set, man. What? Is oh, this Dennis Rodman did the uh, ad for pistachios. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, did he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, man, like... Hey, that's times. nuts! <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. It's oh. a That's not a real Those nut. Those so good. It's a nut? Is it not? No, it's like a type of cashew. The cashew is a nut. What? It falls under the family of nuts. Oh. Yeah, it's a nut. Yeah. Oh. That's bananas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if I did go to North Korea, I'd want to go with Dennis Rodman. It's the only way to do it, think. How many times has he been over there now? Handful, handful of times, I'll tell you that. When's, when's the last time he went? Uh, oh, wow, back. Do you think he has any, like, private trips he hasn't told anyone? He's just having a blast there? No. What do you think would happen if he and uh, Kim had a falling out? Uh, he would kill him. <laughs> He'd beat the shit out of Kim? <laughs> no, no, Kim would definitely have him murdered there. Oh. 100%. Oh, I would not want to go there. He had his own I don't know, partner. Dennis Rodman's kind of a tough dude. <laughs> dude he can't, he can't fight, um, like... The country of North Korea. <laughs> the Secret Service, basically, of North Korea, you know? They'd fuck him up. I guess they sound kind of tough, too. Yeah. But can they dunk? They're like four foot nine, eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he has a chance if he challenges to a game a of basketball to... for his freedom. Yeah, he definitely has a chance against like about four or five of them. <laughs> Have you read the uh, Reddit news article about the six hundred dollar baby shower? No, what? Um, the situation described in Reddit posts is indeed quite insensitive and has received backlash from Redditors. The woman referred to as June considered asking her friend who had suffered a miscarriage for a $600 baby shower gift. We just did that one. Oh. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. asking. That's, oh, that's, that's okay, what we're yeah, asking yeah. your opinion on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's what I'm like, oh, did I, you read this? And you're like, yeah. And I'm what like, about Georgia woman fake pregnancy? Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. You have that? No, no, I don't have that. All right, so get this. There's um some George, some woman in Georgia, who faked a pregnancy in order to get paid uh, maternity leave off of work. Um, she wore a fake yes, and that's she like faked the whole pregnancy. She wore a fake pregnancy belly. Um, her coworkers apparently started getting suspicious because like her, her her bump would change, like. In unnatural ways, it would just like some days be bigger and smaller. Um, so some some of her coworkers were getting suspicious. Um, once she had the baby, yeah, pretty much. So she she had the the baby. Um, her coworkers gave her her uh, employer gave her time off, and then yeah, they realized like hold on, she never actually had the baby, so she's being prosecuted or she's being taken to trial. Uh, the thing is that this is not her first time faking a pregnancy, so she has a history of doing this. Well, that's awesome. Wow. Why is she going to prison again? Because she lied to people? Yes, yeah, fraud. Gives a fuck. 
How's that fraud? How's it fraud? Yeah, to lie to somebody to your work. For so sometimes I tell my I tell my boss I'm eating Doritos and I'm eating fucking Cheetos. Yeah, are they paying you for seven weeks of maternity leave? Is she? Um, is this a government job she's working for? Uh, it, it can't be fraud if it's a private company. Yeah, you can lie to them motherfuckers yeah. all the time. If if it's a if it's a government, then they get it for fraud. And they're like, oh, you're on a six year contract, and they fire you in six she months. She probably like, does like, work for the government, in some sort. Probably for like the DMV or anything. Oh, but yeah. she has to because they would private companies. They wouldn't be able to do this. It's like you know you can fluff. You know I'm not gonna say anymore actually. Yeah, no, she's getting charged. Uh, with she probably, yeah, she probably, maybe she could be even a bus driver. You even get a, that, you know, she's still... Yeah, but you can't lie to your your employee to get fucking well, if you, if you, seven weeks off of work and yes, just paid. You, you, you can. Could, you could, <laughs> but not like someone working for the government. You would technically could. You could lie. I say my wife's pregnant all the time, not to my workers. I'm but, not, not to yeah, my she's employers. facing criminal charges. She must have worked because she's facing criminal yeah, charges yeah. and indicted by a grand jury. So. Oh, she definitely works for the government of some sort. Yeah, so... Oh. No, no, she could be anything. Bus driver, federal agent, janitor at the FBI. Who knows? Yeah, she could be a number of things, Mark. Yeah. Why don't you put that in your pipe and or smoke it? Or a teacher. She could be a teacher. Thanks for uh, feministing me, guys. Now I know. Feminist? Oh, God. You said that. <laughs> what? Now I know that women can be anything. I don't understand what... What? You're saying she could have been anything. As if I was saying that she couldn't, because she's I a woman. I can do anything you can do. Oh, I see. What, okay, I was like, what are you talking about? It was the stuff he was just saying. Mm. That woman could have any job. And yeah, that was? I believe you. I believe What? He's talking. All right. <laughs> okay. I don't think you are. He was, he was <laughs> what he was saying is that, oh that there's multiple jobs that could be qualified for as a government job. Not that women can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying that she could be a government job would be a number of things. Yeah, yeah. We're, never, okay. we're not saying well, that. Just for the record, I think women can do any job, and she can work for any government too. So, what? but my point being is, um, but what's my point again, Mike? I don't know. I don't think you had one. No, you're a special cat. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You brought out the feminism, now you're touching your fingertips, and I don't really understand what that was, to be honest with you. Uh, nobody does. Okay, well, okay, so we're, what's your take on the story, Mike? I mean, honestly, it's fucking, she just... I think it's based on awesome that it happened, and I wish she didn't get caught, and she's my hero. I mean, I think she deserves what she gets, like, I mean... <laughs> Whoa! You can't... The other side of the spectrum there. Yeah, you know? Yeah, she got to relax for a bit, a few times. I know you wish you could. That's why. That's where that's coming from. <laughs> what did I wish I could? Yeah, you wish you could take seven months off <laughs> to pretend you had a baby. <laughs> seven weeks. Seven weeks. Yeah, a couple of, of times. Maternity <laughs> Well, you know, it's one of those things. You know, she went for it. It didn't work out. Now she's getting uh, criminally charged. It's uh now she's gonna have a lot of time off. But, no, exactly. But it's like one of those things. Like she got caught. She, it's her own damn fault. She got caught. Yeah, it's not that hard to not get caught. I mean, Until they want to see the baby. Yeah, but then you can say I'm protective of my kids. You yeah. My, why do you want to see my kids, huh? Why the hell do you want to see my kids? You know what I mean? You can just get like that. 
there's always a way around it. That's true, yeah. But what you gotta do is not have your fucking belly turning sideways and turning different sizes depending on how much you ate that day. Yeah, you it, gotta- was, it was not, <laughs> apparently, by, uh, according to her coworkers, it was not the most effective looking fake stomach. <laughs> Definitely not. You notice her stomach looks crunchy today? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I got something cool though. Um, I think we should start a new segment called Story Time. Um, we all three s- try to come up with a little story, and uh, we feed it the AI, and we'll read it out to the listeners. No? Nah, all right. We can try it. Yeah, let's see what it does. Why not? Isn't that what you just did, like, 20 minutes ago? <laughs> well, I don't have to read it, and that we were doing scripts, so we should okay. write a story. Or should we not do that? Uh, it doesn't okay, sound that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I, tried. I, I don't mind the segment where we do what we did 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, like every episode, do it like three times. Yeah. It doesn't sound bad to me. All right. So I was scrolling on Reddit before this. And this is <laughs> pretty much, this is a really ridiculous story. Um, it's not even that ridiculous. It's just pretty stupid. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Basically, there's a guy who's a cashier. And there was a woman he noticed come in. She's wearing some leggings. She buys some stuff. She comes into his line. She pays. While she's leaving, she turns around. She's got a fucking hot load of jizz on her pants. On the outside, on her ass. What? Yeah, she had no idea. And basically, this guy went to Reddit to be like, how should I have approached this? Should I have said something? <laughs> should, like, you know, I don't really know the, the core to letting a young lady know that she's covered in jizz. Um, which there is a decor to, by the way. Mm, How much jizz was there? It was enough to fucking see. You know, right? <laughs> oh, wow. It was enough to see. And uh, I'm going to be honest, the consensus on Reddit was pretty much, yeah, you handle that kind of right. It's like, Some of the women are saying, like, you know, I would have told her. But the majority of the guys were like, yeah, I would have left that one alone. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't. Was the jizz steaming? Mm, it wasn't, no. You said a hot pile of jizz. Yeah, it was easier for a girl to tell another girl she's covered than for a guy to pull up uh, to a young lady and let her know, you know? Well, here's yeah. what I say you should do, right? Here's a little bit of a story time. When I was in high school, I had two pairs of pants that I would just reuse every day, right? And so one day on like a Thursday, I got a cookie at lunch, like a cookie pie at lunch, and I must have not have finished it all. And I went through all my day, put the same pants on back the next day, went to school. About the last block, somebody said, hey Mark, didn't you wear those pants yesterday? And I said, no, of course not. And I said, okay. And I go home, I take off my pants, and on the back is a stain from the cookie that I had the day before. <laughs> right? <laughs> so <laughs> I was not very convincing. But this person chose not to make a fool out of me, even though they, I mean, they made a fool out of me, but like they didn't embarrass me. And I think that's what you do to this lady. Mm-hmm. You go up to her and you say, hey, didn't you wear that cum yesterday? And then. <laughs> And she's like, says, no. You know she's lying. That's fair. Yeah, I would have just let it be. I wouldn't have said anything. Uh, you're, you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not chasing down a woman to tell she's got jizz on her. 
Yeah, but you let it. You, you don't let her know what you're talking about. But then when she goes home and she takes those pants off, then she goes, "Oh, that's what that guy was talking yeah, about." Yeah, hey, lady, your ass is covered in. <laughs> well, I won't. I'm not gonna tell you what it's covered in, but believe me. We've all seen it. <laughs> I can see it's clearly covered, lady. All right, there's no questions about that. Ah, it's been a great episode, and as much as I hate to do it, it's getting to that time. Real quick, uh, before we do end, song of the week uh, is going to be "Purple Hills" by D12 because it's just a throwback jam. Uh, Purple Hills, not Pills. I want the edited version song of the week. Song of the week is the edited version, Purple Hills. I want that to be made very clear. Um, I'm Mike Bisson. Thank you all very much. Catch us on Spotify. Uh, I'm going to do that. Uh, and also, we're going to be starting a Reddit thread, which I'll let Mark kind of take over on that. Yep, we're going to be starting a Reddit thread soon. And once it's up, we'll let you know. Hey, brethren, I'm Mark II, and goodbye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of today's episode of Fried versus Tapped, episode 22, with our hosts, Mike Graham, Mike Bisson, and Mark... The Second. Mark the Second. I hope you enjoyed the laughter and entertainment we shared during this podcast. Remember, laughter is a powerful force that brings us together and brightens our day. Keep spreading joy. <laughs> What is that? Oh my God! I know. All right, guys. Thank you. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Bye. No, no, no. That's it. That's therapy on this. Toodles. Thank you. Thank you. That's much better.